0: Have some time to talk about our political lord and savior, Bernard Sanders. We gotta talk about Bernie Sanders, my guy, my political beacon of light. So lately, he's been tweeting interesting stuff and nothing controversial. So, so let's not, let's not, you know, let's not go crazy here. But Bernie Sanders has been tweeting some very interesting material and I don't know if it's him. I don't even know if he's approving it. I don't know if it's his staff is doing that's doing it. I don't know how often it's Bernie directly tweeting. But he has not been tweeting like a Democrat. Even though he is an independent, he's currently with the Democrats. But he's been complaining about the two party system as of recent days. And normally, one doesn't have to put much conspiracy theory into this because Bernie Sanders, for a very long time, has complained about the way the political system is. But the fact of the matter is is that there have been rumors that have been revving up a little bit more that he might actually try to run again. So you combine these rumors about a potential third run with the fact that he has tweeted multiple times about his own party that he is supporting right now failing him that he has tweeted about how the two party system is designed to keep the lower class down this is not somebody that sounds like if he were to run again he's running as a democratic uh, as a democratic representative this sounds like somebody who's ready to go scorched earth and try to actually do the third-party thing. Now, of course, as we all know, in the United States of America, being a third-party member is just an impossibility to make noise. There's just no way. The Ralph Nader's of the world, they just have not been able to even come close to even winning a state, let alone winning an election let alone even getting like 10% of the popular vote. It's just really hard for it to happen in the current political climate. But if there is somebody who can break that bad streak, even if it could end up crashing and burning, it would be Bernie Sanders. If there is somebody that could truly take enough from the other two parties and win a few states, and maybe pull something out, it'd be Bernie Sanders. And like I said, it is such an uphill battle, and this is why when he's run the two times, he's run under one of the two major parties. But this sounds like a man who knows that he's running out of time, he's almost completely out of chances, and yet he feels like he has to do this again. And I know for a fact that the grand majority of us who are on the Bernie bus, the Bernie Sanders fans, we're very worried about his health because he's going to strike past 80. And this man wants to be the leader of the United States of America at past 80? That is crazy. Like, even Trump was too old when he won. Like, we need younger politicians. We can't keep having older people. But there is, if there is somebody who is ancient who deserves to be president, it would have to be him. But guys, I don't know, man. I just have this feeling that he is strongly considering upending the status quo and just running independently. And I know it's political suicide to do this. But I feel like Bernie has been extremely disappointed by the Biden administration. He's been extremely disappointed at the way things have turned out in terms of the Senate. And he knows that the way it's run, there's just no way we can have these proper, necessary changes under this two-party system. And he's been knowing this and he's wanted to act on it. He infamously was willing to run against Obama way back in 2012, but the Senate Majority Leader at the time told him not to. And I know he probably regrets not running, because that would have given him even more popularity leading to 2016 and maybe to 2020. So, what is the point of all this? It is the fact that Bernie Sanders has lately been tweeting like somebody who is considering a third-party run. And this is not a prediction. This is just a curiosity. And I will support that man until the end of time. So if he is going to run as an independent, it's going to be a brutal political battle, but I am willing to go to the front lines to help him at the very least make enough noise to win a few states and maybe, just maybe, pull off the wildest upset in the history of American politics. But of course, all this would be an uphill battle for the ages. However, the one step he has not been able to get past is the Democratic primaries, for many reasons, which will be another discussion. So the one advantage that there is, if he were to do this third-party run, which I'm not saying he will, but if he were to do this, he doesn't need a primary. All he can start doing is just collecting the donations, and he can rally his way all the way through with no opposition on his way towards the, the main, you know, election, the main debates leading up to the presidential election in November of 2024. He wouldn't need to have to go to Iowa and rely on coin flips to win some Democratic primary. He can bypass all this stuff and directly challenge whoever comes out from the Dems and whoever comes out from the Republican Party and directly challenge them to debates, directly challenge them to this upcoming election. Whether it be Biden, whether it be Harris, whether it be Buttigieg, or Trump or DeSantis, but Bernie Sanders, under a third-party run, can bypass all the dumb steps that he that he hates, which is this, which is this very slow primary process, that he he can avoid completely. That would be the greatest advantage as a strong third-party candidate that already has the popularity and already has the financial backing and has enough of a fan base to pull in more of those resources and pull in some extra cash so he can continue campaigning and rallying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. What I am saying is the the one step that's always eluded him has not been the main election stuff. It's just been getting past the DNC. The DNC that he secretly, not so secretly, hates so much. Um, It would be so crazy if he were to do this. But if there is anybody in this world who is willing to shake things up For the good of an entire nation, it would be Bernie Sanders. But I know there has to be a ton of calculating before making that big decision. I know it would require a new team, a completely different team, to help him try to win in 2024. If he were to do this, it would end up being the squad separating completely from the Democratic Party to run with him. And that, my friends, would be chaos in the House and the Senate, but especially in the House under the Nancy Pelosi saga. I am worried for his health. I am worried of the potential backfiring and the backlash that'll happen, and I'm worried that him doing a third-party run will ultimately just give the election to the Republicans. But if there is somebody who can beat the Democrat and can beat the Republican, it would have to be who is arguably the most popular politician in the last decade in American politics, and that's Bernie Sanders. Love him or hate him it's really hard to dispute his numbers and his approval among all types of voters. Why he hasn't gotten out of the primaries, you can argue, that's that's a separate story. But Mr. Bernie Sanders, check his Twitter thread, check his tweets lately, I think he's flirting with the idea of maybe really shaking things up come 2024 if the midterms don't go very well and if we continue having a lack of progress under the Biden administration, whether it be because of the Senate, because Biden continues having cold feet and doesn't want to use his executive powers, whether it be because the Republicans continue, you know, feeding into the MAGA cult. I'm pretty sure he is calculating this as we speak. I'm sure he's considering it even despite everyone telling him not to. But boy, oh boy, I'm just letting you know right now in June of 2022 that there is a chance that the next presidential election is going to have three to four potential frontrunners. And boy, oh boy, is that going to be interesting. And I'm pretty sure that Another element to his decision would rely on what happens to Lula, who is also around the same age, has similar policy ideas, and also is part of a political party that's constantly in conflict with themselves and constantly in corruption. Lula's party, infamously in Brazil, is in shambles. But Lula remains probably the most popular politician in all of Brazil. And unlike Bernie, he has been president before. And he helped Brazil become a top-ten world economy, which is a status it no longer carries since he left. So that's something to consider. So if Lula, another infamous democratic socialist slash socialist, wins the Brazilian election at his age, at his condition, then Bernie would definitely live up the potential for a run, for another run. And I'm just saying, I will support him all the way. I will be extremely worried for his health along the way. But I do believe that if he really wanted to do it, And if he really were to come up with a very good strategy, I think he has a very good shot at making some noise in 2024. But it'd be the riskiest move probably in the history of politics. But the end game would be an independent winning and the possibilities would open up in ways we had never seen before. This might be just me being optimistic in a world that doesn't really allow much optimism. But man, it would be quite something to see that happen. I'm rooting for you, Bernie, but I'm also praying for your health. And I know we're all praying for this country as it tries to recover from everything. If there is someone who can save this country... If Biden can't do it, it would be Bernie and the squad. I firmly believe it. I firmly believe that these are the people that can help and these are the people that can save us all from all the corruption and greed that's swallowing this country whole. That's all we have. Believe. And it'd be not me, us. And that us would be the... would require a lot of us to pull this off, but I think he can do it. I think so. I hope so. Normally, uh, these are uncut and I don't fix anything, but I'm going to do this one a little bit differently. I want you to listen to what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had to say about the corruption that exists in the White House and its relation to why nothing can really get done, especially after the recent shootings that had uh, taken place, especially the one in Texas. You know, the elementary school that got shot up. I want you to listen to what she has to say. Just really wild to be a person that works in a corrupt institution, which is what Congress is. And to try and be a normal person surrounded by so much decay and moral emptiness that frankly transcends party is very difficult Um, I was up until 5 o'clock in the morning last night I could not sleep thinking about those babies Now that clip was shared by somebody in uh, Twitter and this was the message that he put attached to that uh, that recording of Ocasio Cortez complaining about the corruption and being disappointed in the way things are in the White House. And basically, he said, and I quote, "Such an impressive skill to make the entire country falling apart through corruption somehow about yourself and this little dip, shit." decided to continue with, I'm sorry that it's upsetting for you to do absolutely nothing about the millions of people suffering and still vote for every defense bill that comes through in between appearances at the Matt Gala. Now, of course, I could write this off as, you know, one little hack on Twitter attacking AOC, but he's not the only one. There's a wild group of people out there that has... Pretty much set their targets on Ocasio-Cortez, and throughout these really rough days under the Biden years, as we try to recover from the pandemic era and the Trump years, she has become one of the main targets of ire in uh, Twitter and in social media, and especially in Fox News. You know, it, and even even from within her party and the supposed liberals, you know, pundits out on the inner spear, you know, the force the vote. Why did you not force the vote? Why didn't you force Nancy Pelosi to vote on health care? You know, back in 2021, as they were trying to set up the House of Representatives under the Biden era. She was, ta- she's been targeted left and right. She's been targeted about the Matt Gala. She was targeted about, you know, not doing the force to vote, she has definitely gotten a lot of ire, a lot of anger from, of course, people from the opposite party, but even from people from within her own party, calling her a hack and a sellout and all this fun stuff. Now, to be fair, to be honest here, I'm going to let you know, I'm a huge Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez fan. I think she is a phenomenal politician. So, of course, this defending of her is primarily because I root for her and I support her. But another reason is, is because all this criticism is absolutely, positively, undeniably stupid. And here's why. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been given this giant amount of power that she doesn't actually possess. For some odd reason, they view her as one of the top Democrats in the White House, and she is not. No offense to her, but she is not. She is one member of the House of Representatives. She is not the majority leader. She's not a minority leader. She's not in the Senate. She's not a governor. She is one member of the House of Representatives. Yes, she is extremely popular. Yes, she does know how to bring attention to herself as she pursues her interests, which as of lately is Puerto Rico, as she is trying to, trying to force a way that, uh, that allows the White House to go through with whatever Puerto Rico wants in their future whether it be statehood or independence. That has been her latest fight among all the other fights that her and the squad under the Bernie bus have been trying to push under these Biden years. But she is just one person. She is just one politician. And it makes no sense that she gets mentioned constantly on Fox News as if she has any power to wield her democratic socialist beliefs onto an administration that has... Routinely rejected these ideals. I, it doesn't make sense. She is one person and I know the reason why she is the target, and it is because she isn't just the typical politician in the House of Representatives. She's not some middle-aged white male or female who just happens to hang out there and votes once in a while, and every once in a while will end up in an interview on, you know, BBC or CNN. This is a woman who has a strong following on social media, and she also happens to be a young Latina, attractive politician who takes no bullshit. So therefore, it does mean that she gets some extra added attention, but it doesn't mean you will have to give her all this power and pretend like most of these problems are because of her and her inaction. She has done A ton, a ton of stuff, but you aren't focused on that because, of course, we are focused on all these problems that are happening, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is not the woman to solve it because she simply does not have the means or the financial connections or the social connections to pull it off, and also because her position is one member of the house. That is all she is. Blaming her for the millions suffering, like that stupid tweet said, is horrendously dumb. Absolutely dumb. And this doesn't happen to 99% of the people that are in the House as well, including Nancy Pelosi. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a great, strong politician, so therefore she doesn't need me to be defending her here, but we have to, I am a strong believer in justifiable blame. Like you have to, you have to be accurate in your blaming and blaming her for any of this is inaccurate. Like none of this is her fault and she has spoken out on each and every single one of these issues that we have been complaining about you know as we battled the republicans and battled a democratic party that just continues to fight with kitty gloves She's been there for the defund the police. She's been there for Black Lives Matter. She's been there for statehood for Puerto Rico or independence for Puerto Rico. She has been there. She has been there with Bernie Sanders every step of the way. And honestly, all the hate that happens to her does not happen to Bernie Sanders. You know the reason why. We know why. Because she is an attractive Latina who speaks like a democratic socialist and therefore she gets the attacks from Fox News. So that part is expected. But all of a sudden the infighting from within the own part from within her own party, it's ridiculous. It is unacceptable, and it shows how stupid some of these Democrats are. You guys do not understand politics if you're blaming her. It is not her fault. This is not her fault. And her voting for the defense bill, Really, like, really we're mad at her about this? It's crazy how quickly things turn. A few weeks ago, everybody was okay with sending money to the Ukraine to fend off Russia. Because we all know that if Russia fully invades Ukraine, they don't stop there. We know this. So why are we playing the ignorant game when all this time has passed and all of a sudden it's bad that we're sending them money? As if the war is over. The war is still happening. Just because it's not in the news does not mean that all of a sudden, oh, the war is over. Russia gave up. Putin, you know, went back to his bed. No, they're still battling. People are still dying. Russia is still a major threat over there. So why are we mad at her for voting for this? Why? It's... These are the little things that absolutely annoy me. And... Another reason is, is because she's one of us. She is on our side. If we're going to hound her away from politics, we will regret this. She is one of the few that is willing to face the criticism, willing to face all the wrath from the Republicans who are trying their absolute best to keep us away from Medicare for, for all, to try to keep us away from affordable education. To keep us away from the tax, you know, from the from the tax hikes that we absolutely need to give to the billionaires. The Republicans want to keep us away from that. But all this infighting is going to push her away. It's going to make her one day just wake up and be like, I am engaged. I probably want to have a family. Do I really need? Do I really want this? Do I want to continue this? Is this really worth it? Is it worth you know, traveling hundreds of miles to Washington, D.C. to fight this losing battle as my own party still cannot accept my existence, which this is still, to this day, there are still Democrats that are mad at her for defeating that longtime dem, uh, the other longtime dem, I don't know his name, don't care for his name, but the longtime dem who was there, who was upset by her in the primaries way back when, they still have not forgiven her for for taking over a spot that was given to a longtime democrat. They the the Pelosi's and the Bidens still have yet to fully embrace Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I pray that she doesn't figure out the fact that she can quit tomorrow, go back to New York City and get any job that she wants. She can get any bartending gig that she wants and I know on firsthand you make you may think that sounds like a joke but trust me when I say this being a server or a bartender at one of the you know one of the more upscale the Michelin star winning you know restaurants that will net you more money than politics could ever give you you know Within legal realms, of course, if you're illegally obtaining money and taking blood money, of course, you'll be richer as a politician, you know, but if you're trying to be in politics and trying not to collect blood money and bad money, you would make infinitely more money under food and beverage if your name and reputation is strong enough. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez can take her name and her image and likeness can go back to New York City and can pretty much pick and choose whatever bar she wants to work at. And if she wants to, she can easily work at one of the, like the top-tier bars in New York City and make six, seven figures, no questions asked. She can She can sell books, she can sell bar books, she can sell cookbooks, because she has been in food and beverage. That was her original experience before being in politics. And you have to pray that she isn't turned off by politics and quits, because she's one of the last few remaining voices within the democratic socialist movement that is fighting for things that this country can and should do to their people. This is the richest country in the history of the world, and we still do not have affordable education or health care within its borders, and it is unacceptable. And people like Ocasio-Cortez, Know that it's unacceptable and has publicly said it's unacceptable and has battled for us. And for you guys to be upset just because, for what? For what? I know things are not improving. I know things are bad. But blaming Ocasio Cortez, one politician in the House of Representatives, not even in the Senate, is absolutely stupid. And you are a dumb, 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 dumb dumbbell. If you think she is anywhere at fault for what's going on right now, period, not up for debate. You don't have to agree with her policies. I'm not asking for you to agree with her policies, but if you agree with her policies and also blame her for what's going on, that is just ignorance on you, plain and simple. And like I said, she does not need me fighting her battles. She does not need me up here talking about how she is an awesome politician and she deserves way more power. But what I am saying is she doesn't have this power you believe she has. If you are critiquing her for showing up at the Met Gala, even though she did show up with a tax the rich and did bring about a message into straight into one of the richest, ritziest events in all of New York City... Man, I don't know what else to tell you, honestly. And as I've said, I'm not asking you to agree with her policies. I'm not asking you to agree with mine. But what I am saying is you have to know how to apply the proper blame to the proper people. Because if you blame the wrong people, if you continue to point fingers in the wrong direction, then we cannot get better. And we will not get better. Ocasio-Cortez is not at fault. And it has to stop. And I know that parts of this is because of racism and sexism that exist within the Democratic Party. And it does exist within the Democratic Party. And it sucks. It doesn't hold a candle to the wild white supremacy that is engulfing the Republican Party. But there is still this strong hintage of sexism and racism, especially against the Latino community. And it affects... Ocasio Cortez's image. It affects the way some Democrats view her. It affects the way that some of these pundits are viewing her and the squad. It does. It sucks. I hate it. I wish we'd be better than this, but this is the way that it is. And we're we 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 cannot afford to lose her. We cannot afford to lose one of the legitimately good ones, one of the younger ones, just one of the one of the stronger ones in terms of communication, in terms of uh, effort level, in terms of assertiveness. She's a very, very, very good politician. She's good at her job, and she does care. Stop trying to push her out of it because, as I've said, she can easily just drop all this crap And just stay in New York City and make tons of money. And that'll be one less person to be in this fight with us. And we need as many people as possible as we try to get past the white supremacist era of Donald Trump that seems to want to creep right back in as the elections roll around. We cannot afford to lose her. And we cannot afford to keep the eye, you know, we cannot afford to lose focus on the prize. Which is to install a better system that makes it more affordable for us to live in the richest country in the world. Period. She don't need me, but we all need her. So, to that Twitter user, shut up the hell up. <laughs> to all of you criticizing her, shut up. And to those who are just, you know, tired and just, you know, just losing faith, I know it's not easy. And I know that it's it's cliche to say, well, vote! But what I am saying is, do not blame those that have spent the last several years fighting on our side. Please. We... You know, if we lose to the Republicans, fine. But if we lose to ourselves, that's just absolutely stupid. And it's just unacceptable. Yeah. As I've said, we need her way more than she needs us. All right? She has so many opportunities right now. She's is she has so many doors that are open that she can walk through right now because of her popularity her communication skills and because of her attractiveness which I have to add that because of all these things because she knows she knows what she's doing and she she knows her potential I'm just saying the fact that she's still in this fight with us I commend her and we cannot lose her that's it here